Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. At a time, kind of adjust the camera so we get that awesome sign in there. It is your daily financial news, one rental at a time. This is a new show that you can count on seven days a week, 365 days a year. You can go back and look at our playlist. It is below uh, if you want to see what was going on. Maybe on your birthday or your anniversary, go to the playlist, see what we were talking about. Uh, Before we get started, let me first congratulate the Lumberjack Landlord. The Lumberjack Landlord is on this channel on Tuesdays and Thursdays with the Three Amigos. He was just featured, he and his family, his amazing family, were featured in Business Insider, uh, talking about a high school dropout who now has in excess of 100 units. Congratulations, Lumberjack. You inspire all of us to do bigger and better things. Congratulations. 20 years of investing. You deserve all the success. And yes, when are you quitting? I'm just wondering. I mean, at some point, come on, what's going on? Next up, we've got five more people to congratulate, folks. This is getting so close to 500. Keep doing the work. I will keep congratulating you. Remember, only do good or great deals. Don't do any alligators, but here we go. Will, I saw your post in our private Facebook group that looked like a great unit. Thank you. Your card is ready to go. Brandon, thanks for tagging me on Instagram. It, uh, your card is ready to go. Arun, I think you got to me via text, I think. Congratulations. Your card is ready to go. Journeyal, congratulations. Your card is ready to go. Again, I think Instagram, maybe Facebook Messenger. I forget. And then Matt Spaulding, congratulations. I believe you tagged me in our private Facebook group. So we are now at 474. We've got 26 more to go. Uh, yeah, this is cool. So again, what happens when we win? When we win? When we win? When we get to 500? First and foremost, for fun, I will dye my hair purple. That was something all of you asked for a year ago, and I'm a man of my word. More importantly to me, we are going to give away a lot of money to a food bank. Food insecurity is a real thing. Uh, I will personally be writing a $5,000 check. Many of my other weekly um, experts have agreed to pitch in as well. I think there's a chance we might hit 10 grand. Wouldn't it be awesome that this channel sent $10,000 to a food bank in this time of uh, inflation and the like. I'm going to wait to get to 500 because in sales, you never you never start it until you get there. But we've got 12 weeks left to go in 26 closing. So keep letting me know, Instagram, Facebook, smoke screens, whatever we can do. Uh, let's get to 500. So lots of stuff to talk about today. First, if you are a real estate agent, if you're a real estate agent, I have a question for you. One, has any of your buyers or sellers called you up in the last four days 
and either pulled an offer or canceled a listing. I want to hear from the real estate agents. Are consumers, owners, or buyers getting nervous? Just curious. I talked to two different real estate agents yesterday. They both told me about one. Actually, one was a seller and one was a buyer backing out. Not enough data points, but about 2,000 people will see this video in the next 24 hours, hopefully 100 or 200 real estate agents. Let me know uh, if any sellers are canceling and pulling out. Again, remember, we follow the consumer because the consumer drives GDP and the consumer is both our buyer, our renter, and our sellers. We want to see if they're getting scared going forward. So next up. I think it is becoming increasingly obvious that the Fed is going to be a big wimp. Yes, they will raise rates, but they will do it by a measly 25 basis points. That is not enough. 25 basis points does not help everyday citizens. We need to shock the market. Yes, the stock market needs to get hit. Yes, uh, risk assets need to get hit. The rich, the 1%, whatever, they need to feel some pain and a 25 basis point rate hike will not do it. Jerome Powell, you are shrinking at the moment, in my opinion. I am still holding out hope for a 50 basis point cut. I'm hoping they are setting up the market to surprise them. I'm just saying that because I've said it for six months. I really have so little confidence in them, but it is what it is. First Solar missed revenue uh, top line, hit earnings, uh, gave very weak guidance. Nordstrom's, Nordstrom's was interesting. I told you that one was going to be one to look at because we were wondering, are the consumers truly upset or are they just talking like they're upset? And what we can tell from Nordstrom's, it looks like the consumer is still shopping to till they drop. Credit is going up, savings are going down. Yes, the one, you know, the families in the 100K bracket are still spending. And those are the folks I was nervous about uh, given uh, where, um, where their sentiment was two or three weeks ago. It is pretty, pretty crazy. Oil is up in over 105. I think I saw it this morning at 108. There is calls for it potentially going to 150. Think about that for a minute. Wherever you are, gas goes up 50%. If gas is three bucks, it's 450. If you're in California and it's five and a half, it could be nine, nine dollars a gallon if we get to 150. And it is, uh, yeah, it's go it's it is going to be painful. I don't know about you, but I saw Bitcoin jumping the last couple of days. My initial uneducated, non-sophisticated view of it's like, damn, are those Russian oligarchs taking advantage of getting out of the ruble into something else and getting out of Dodge? The more I thought about it, had a conversation with somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. They said probably not, maybe a little, uh, but because they would be able to track it, remember, um, I already forgot what I was going to say. But basically, blockchain. Blockchain would have records, and it's known by everyone. So it's relatively easy to track and uh, probably wouldn't help them at all. Again, one person's opinion. But I did think that. I'm like, oh, interesting. Why is it exploded higher when the ruble is crashing? But 
There we go. Russia banking is collapsing. Uh, their largest bank in, on the London Stock Exchange is down 95%. Folks, the Russian citizens are feeling the pinch already. It won't be very much longer before 75, 80% hyperinflation grabs them. And we have humanitarian issues in Russia. No shipments except for food and medicine and the like. It is going to get bad on the Russian citizens. My hope is they rise up and uh, there's a change made at the top. How about that? Again, banking crisis, ruble collapsing, hyperinflation. Not a lot of stuff going good uh, for Russia citizens. And remember, most, and we're talking 80%, do not support what is going on. So let's not blanket the entire country because the guy at the top is um, not nice. One thing we're going to talk about, we got Matt the Mortgage Guy today. Rates are collapsing. Also, Matt reached out to me today, and he sees some horrible, horrible business practices by these online brokerage houses, really going after the people that are maybe financially illiterate. Uh, So we are going to talk about that. Don't fall for it. If you have a 100K mortgage at two and a half, and they call you up and say, how much credit card debt you have got? 10 grand and 18%? Why don't we roll that all into a 4% mortgage? Your rate will go down. Yeah, maybe it'll go down on the credit card, but it goes up on the house. Don't do stupid things. That is, that's criminal. Shout out the Bank of Canada. The Bank of Canada raised their Fed funds rate this morning. It is now sitting at a half. Uh, Powell, come on, buddy. Ugh, Powell. Uh, I have been looking. I've been calling this is the 1970s. I've had enough people reach out to me to say, no, Michael, it's the 1940s. So I've done a second review of the 1940s, and I just don't see it. I don't see it. 1940s, if you don't know, was World War II was kicking off. We had uh, rationing. The U.S., the America built stuff. We had manufacturing. We built 86,000 tanks, 30,000 aircraft, 21 million helmets. We had the tax rate. The tax rate was 91% for the highest in America. Yeah. And oh, by the way, tax, more and more taxpayers were paying with this. So I, I just don't see the 1940s. 1940s to me, we were a manufacturing house. The 1970s were more service, much more similar. But again, I looked again and I just don't see it. The State of the Union. About an hour long yesterday. I did not watch it. As I told you yesterday, I read probably 10 articles on it yesterday. Uh, yesterday evening and this morning, I am shocked. I am shocked that Build Back Better was mentioned several times. <sighs> some, some of this, folks, is marketing, and when you have a pitch that is not acceptable, you can either keep giving it and go out of business, or you could change it and dress it up and call it something else. Yesterday was a chance to rename, reinvigorate, redo something that didn't work. That was missed. God, missed. Also, what I got from this is uh, 
spend more, tax more. Got that? And again, let's raise minimum wage to $15 an hour across the country. Folks, about six months ago, I did a video and I said, you know what? I think every full-time employee needs to make a hundred grand a year. That's $50 an hour. I did that on purpose to show you what happens when you raise wages without making more stuff. It is all inflationary. You think inflation is high today, realize what you are saying. Yeah. I was happy that again, he talked about childcare and elder care. That was something I said yesterday that I would have definitely put in there. But again, lots of talk, very few details. Lastly, I also think he missed an opportunity to level set. In my opinion, he should have said, yes, folks, we have inflation. You know what? It's probably going to get worse in the short term. He had an opportunity to tell us what to expect. Maybe we would have given him credit. Instead, he says, yes, it's my number one job to fix it. We're going to spend more. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It was an opportunity to align all of us. You could have tied your opening talk about Russia and Ukraine with the next six months. You had an opening to tell us that the next six months are going to be worse than you would like, but you're working on it. And I didn't see that. Are we seriously still buying Russia oil? Can somebody fact check me here? Apparently, as far as December 2021, obviously it's two months old, we were still buying 90,000 barrels of Russian oil a day. Does anybody else think that's kind of odd? Now, 90,000 barrels, that's real, right? I... I don't know. That just, I don't know. That just, really? I don't know. Uh, looks like some banks, You, we need to watch. Anytime there are huge swings in currencies like the ruble, like oil, I mean like huge second, third derivative swings, someone, somewhere, is going broke. There's going to be a bank, a mutual fund, a hedge fund. Someone was betting on the ruble and got smoked. What that will mean is there may be counterparty risks. Something is going on in the banking system. You can't have a currency collapse like that and someone not get caught offside. Uh, you saw some banks take some big haircuts here recently. It there is something lurking. We probably won't know for 30 days or so, but somebody went bust. Yep, consumers are still spending uh, debt, cost of money, uh, rates, oil, rent. Things are not getting better. And then I did a quick look about who could potentially get hurt the most if Russia oil was turned off. Let's not forget, Putin is currently selling oil. He could turn that off. That could be his nuclear option, if you will. Finland. 
Finland, 94% of the oil that Finland consumes comes from Russia. Germany, 49% of the oil consumed in Germany comes from Russia. And finally, Italy, 46%. There are a lot of European countries who have signed up for inflation, consumer revolt, because that was the right thing to do. Lastly, let's talk about the ADP jobs report. The ADP jobs report, remember, last couple of months has not been close to the Friday jobs number. ADP came out with 475,000 jobs created in the month of February. More importantly, they corrected the error from January. If you remember January, we freaked out for a couple of days because it had a negative 301. Remember that? And then the jobs number came out at like 420 or something. It was like, whew, thank goodness. Well, they corrected January. It is now 509,000 jobs. So again, January is not a negative 301. They basically had some census data wrong. Uh, explained the, that's a, that is an 800,000 swing. 301 to 509, dude, that is, that's bad. That's a horrible adjustment. So at the end of the day, it is Wednesday. That means we should talk to Anna at 8, Adrian at 9, Matt the Mortgage Guy at 10, and I believe I have a Miami-based real estate agent at 10.30. I want to see what's going on in Miami because it is now the most unaffordable market in the country. So we're going to talk to some agents that are on the ground. So very, very busy day for you. Remember, daily financial news, 7.30, except on Thursdays we do it at 7. Have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.